Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender. And I'm Rebecca Juarez. And tonight we're doing a little bit of a different podcast because we're not going to do game coverage. However, we are going to talk a little bit about the games coming up as well as the game technically tonight against the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. So, Zaka's back in the lineup. After the other day, he left the game early because of an injury. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that's really important that he's back in the lineup. <laughs> yes. I'm very fortunate it was not anything severe. And mm-hmm. Really, really, really fortunate and glad about that. <laughs> yeah, because he's been so important to this team on the ice lately. Like, not like they really have a chance to make the playoffs, but like, still, it's nice to win games. Exactly. Like, just because your playoff chances are down the toilet doesn't mean you can just like give up. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. still, you still have to play. So, yeah, I agree. And something. The Stubbles team has been really good about is not giving up lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's and pretty it's, cool. I would say it's, it's just really reassuring because, like, yeah, this season is down the drain and whatnot, but there's next season and the season after that and the season after that. And there's just like, a, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a, the future and you have to be able to, like, build on that. Yeah. yeah. And you have to, like, I don't know, take your losses in stride and learn from them. And this team is a young team. They have to. They have to learn from these things. And they have Mm -hmm. been. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I think that the future for the Devils is hopeful, as as not great as the season's been. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, And then Nikita Gusev is playing with the Golden Knights tonight, uh, where he signed his ELC originally. Yes. Yeah. Which is so weird. (laughs) Fun fact about Becky. I love the Golden Knights. Love them. (laughs) I am a huge Vegas fan. So just going to put that one out there. But that has no relevance at all besides the fact (laughs) that the Devils are playing them. Like, no importance to this conversation. I just wanted to talk about it. I don't know if you saw or if anybody listening saw this, but the other day, Max Pacioretty and somebody else, I forget who it was, hit each other. And Max, like, put his hand behind the guy's head to, like, cushion it from hitting the ice. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what, like, paternal instincts. I was literally about to say, my my sister looked at me and she goes, that is the definition of maternal instinct. She goes, my sister goes, he is a mother. <laughs> I was like, shut up. That's now, hilarious. All like jokes aside though, that is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Because his helmet came off. No, it didn't. That was a different video I was watching. Literally, don't listen to me. But anyway, I was watching a different video and this kid's helmet came off and it hit off the ice and it was bad. I think it was over in Russia. And it was just really bad. Not a good mm-hmm. video. Didn't want to watch it. Um... But anyway, I don't know. Like, head injuries are not a joke. They are 
very serious. So for Pacioretty to like be able to, even in the slightest, prevent that is huge. It's really important. And just, and I don't even, I don't even think he meant to do it. You know what I mean? I think that's just the Mm -hmm. way their bodies like ended up, but it really is a game changer, like accident or not, like intentional, whatever. It really made a difference. You know what I mean? It's very important. And it, his head would have hit the ice. Yes. Had Pashretti's hand not been there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's huge and very important. Um, every I don't know if everybody knows, but like I've talked a lot about how I think uh, TBIs are just super important to prevent. I've mm-hmm. had four concussions. Like I am a huge advocate for like brain injuries and all that. Mm-hmm. So just seeing one less brain injury in the league is like huge, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Completely agree. It's like little, little things that yeah. go such a long way. Yeah, it really, and like I said, who knows if it was intentional, accidental, who knows? But like you said, it's just something small that really made a huge difference. So, um, another injury-related thing. Mm-hmm. Tonight, the Islanders were playing the Canadians, and Johnny Boychuk took Lekkonen's skate to the face. It's, it was so scary. It's, yeah, I don't even have words, really. You know what I mean? Like, there's not even words to just... It's a lot. It is a lot. I would recommend As, you not searching out the video. Yeah. Anybody do listening, disclaimer, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Um, it's not, do not recommend. super bloody. It's just scary. It's just so hard to watch. Yeah. Because you know, like, you just know how bad that is. Like, yeah. And it looked, and I, I obviously have no information about this but it looked close to his eye yeah and that is terrifying yeah as of right now um no update nobody's had any update on like the condition he's in um but it's just really sad and scary and it breaks my heart yeah it it reminds me of nick merkley getting the stick to the face and it was so close to his eye and he was like talking about how it could have changed his career like mm-hmm. honestly it's just hockey is such a fast-paced game and one wrong move in a split second can change everything mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's just i don't know it's just times like this where i'm just like wow like I don't know. Just a lot. It's just a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And it, it reminds you of how like finicky and fragile everybody can be in this game, you know? Like yeah. nobody's immune to getting hit with a skate. Exactly. Exactly. And it, ugh, it's just so much. So much. We hope he's okay. Hope oh, we really hope it's he's a speedy okay. recovery. You know what I mean? I don't I don't even know what the like the situation is right now but whatever it is i hope he has a speedy recovery everything's okay like 
just a lot. Yeah. Um, switching gears, the offsides rule might be changed next year. Interesting. <sighs> I have very... so many thoughts about the offsides. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's just a lot going on in my head right now, and I don't really know where to start with them. So I have a few things. If it's really so close that the refs cannot tell or the commentators are like, this is going to be a really tough one or like the refs are like, it's inconclusive. Doesn't matter. Realistically? No. (laughs) Doesn't matter if that skate was a millimeter off the blue line. Exactly. Like, it just is so crazy. Like, does that actually count? Like, I don't I'm sorry. I like not forming an actual sentence. Um, but it's but like realistically, like, no, it shouldn't matter. Like if if I I again don't I don't know how to put these thoughts into words. So also this is something I think I heard from Steve Dangle a couple of seasons ago. Um, <laughs> but he was like, you're technically saying the time spent offside is invalid. So all of that time is invalid. So that four minutes, that it's just gone because it yeah. was offside. So it doesn't matter. So what do you do? Like, do you reset the clock? Does if that goal doesn't count, like do you just reset the clock? Like obviously you don't, but that it's it's saying that that entire time spent in that zone doesn't count. But then you're using the clock to say that it does. Interesting. Exactly. I never thought about it like that, but that is a very good point. Yeah. Very. That's a very fair point. Because if it doesn't matter, why not just reset the clock? Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) It's like I don't I don't know. It's just so complicated for no reason. Yeah, for literally no reason. No reason at all. I um I was I have so many thoughts going through my head right now now about yeah, the offside rule and I don't know how to articulate them all. Yep, 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 yep. But like, like going back to what you said earlier, like if it's like a millis like a millimeter, mm-hmm. like does it even matter? Like, no. Like, no, it doesn't. It's not Realistically. intentionally offsides. Exactly. Like, I just, it makes it so much more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just frustrating. It's just really frustrating. And honestly, like, a player's going to, like, pull a groin or something trying to avoid offsides one day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The way that they I mean, go, they're, they're so violent about it. They're like, I gotta yeah. get off sides. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, watch yourself. Like, no, you're right though. Like the way they have to like do that is just dangerous sometimes. Like it's a lot. Just so I don't I don't know. I don't even I don't have any answers. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have any answers. Just a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Honestly, that's how it. I'm feeling. Just just a whole lot of thoughts. Yeah. 
I'm very intrigued to see what they even, I don't know, look at, what they even decide to change, don't decide to change. Like, what what are the criteria that you're looking at? Like, how are you determining what needs to be changed? I don't know. I know nothing. But I'm very curious to see, like, how this develops and if anything actually becomes of it because we know how the NHL works. (laughs) Oh, speaking of... They were like, oh, we're not going to change the emergency goalie, backup goalie situation. Yeah, which, good. That's the right decision. Good. <laughs> For once, they made the correct the decision. The right decision. <laughs> there was no need to change it. No yeah, need. there wasn't. So, glad they did that one because there was it was stupid. It was stupid yeah. to even, like, review it. Like, what I a agree. waste of time and, and resources and effort to even uh, review it. Honestly. Honestly. Whatever. But I'm not I'm not mad. Not bitter. That's that's what the NHL does. They waste resources and time and money. So honestly, you're so right. <laughs> so right. Um shoot, I was gonna say something. Oh, I remember. So I was watching the Tampa Bay Bruins game today, mm-hmm. and there was one goal that was called for offsides. I couldn't I honestly couldn't even tell. It was that close. Like at that and point, that does caused, it matter? That caused the Lightning to lose the game instead of going to overtime. That is, that is ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? Ridiculous. Like, that even is... Mike Milbury, who I never agree with, was <laughs> like, he was like, that is, like, too close. Like, are the refs even going to be able to make the right call? Because what is the right call? Wow. The worst person you know makes a valid point. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> But like honestly, like how how do you make a game changing call like that when you can't even tell? Like, does it even matter? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> that's that's and, frustrating. And for everybody listening, Blake Coleman didn't score tonight, but he was very active on the ice. Like he was one of the players that you could tell was on the ice and he was doing really well, and and before the game, he said that mother and child are in good spirits. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. This is now a Devils and Blake Coleman podcast. <laughs> we have just kept our kept our arms around him. He is still ours. <laughs> He's still ours. We will just continue to root for him because we love him, and Julia we loves do. him. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we're going to have, like, little Blake Coleman updates. Hey, guys. Blake Coleman scored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. So the Devils have been on a long-ish road trip. Um, They were all all in Cali. Then they went to Vegas. Um, Then they come home and they're away again. Mm -hmm. But they come home for a single game. And that game is to face the St. Louis Blues. Neat. How did that go last time? How did that go last time? Did not at all. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, number two in the league. You want to know what's really funny? So you were talking about their, like, road trip, and I was, like, trying to, like, rack my brain as to where they've been recently. And then I thought of Miles Wood's gold suit and his California trip and he had to wear them for both California games and that's how my brain connected where the devils have been because of I'm so glad suit. that is the gold suit yeah 
like that's where my brain went and I was like I was like oh where were they recently and then I went oh the soup mm -hmm, that's it so I want you to know that because that's how my brain processed that um thank you <laughs> I, I'm a <laughs> thank little ashamed but that. also also like pretty proud of it pretty proud of it <laughs> you figured it out exactly exactly who cares how you got there you, you got exactly there. I would like I would like Miles Wood to know that his suit has honestly changed my life. <laughs> it's ingrained itself I, in. I my can't brain. even say that with a straight face. <laughs> can't um, even. So, something I want to talk about with this upcoming, it's, it's a back to back mm -hmm. with the Blues and the Rangers, and the Rangers have been really good lately. So they're playing two really good teams back to back. Yeah, they are, and. I like, bet you guys can guess how we feel about that. <laughs> stressed. <laughs> Rest. I didn't even give them a chance to think. Just no, stressed. Just stressed. It is absolutely all the time stressed. Um. So what I'm thinking is they'll start black. They, so they start Blackwood tonight against the Golden Knights. I yes. think they'll start him again against the Blues and then Schneider against the Rangers. I can. I'm on board with that, I think. I think it I can get behind that. It makes the most sense. Yeah. Because there's... I don't think there's an ideal situation here. <laughs> the thing is, they don't play again until Friday. They play the Blues on Friday. So they have a few yeah. days for Mac to, like, decompress, get reacclimated yeah. with home. And then they play the Rangers. Um, like, why do they have to have a back-to-back coming off of this but I mean whatever scheduling sucks scheduling sucks that's why it's so funny because their next few opponents are all playoff race contenders so the Blues the Rangers the Penguins the Hurricanes oh. the Panthers Tampa Bay <laughs> like yikes especially because so like looking past the Rangers like the Penguins just snapped their six game losing streak they sure did um yeah they really did in some crazy fashion um so yeah that's like really that's a rough that's a rough trip they've got coming up ahead wow yeah lots of stressed emotions going through my head <laughs> it's like it's rough um yeah speaking of the carolina game though next week we're gonna try and get together with the carolina guys i know we said this last time and it didn't work out mm -hmm. scheduling wise for us because there are four of us, so it's hard to, like, schedule everything. Yeah. But um, we are going to try to get together with them. And whether it's this weekend or, like, next whatever, I don't know, we're going to yeah. try and do, like, a little collab podcast because they are so much fun. I was going to say, that sounds like so much fun. I'm very excited And they're so nice. Like, they're just really nice guys. Oh, I love that. Like, they were very interested in my takes and what I had to say last time I did a collab with them. And I was like... My heart. Thank you. That's so nice. My heart. Wow. So, nice. hopefully that works out this time. Mm-hmm. But, oh, gosh. Just looking at the schedule, it's, like, ridiculous. We lit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in a row are against playoff contenders. Yikes. And they were broken up by Calgary. And then we have the Islanders, and then CBJ, and then Minnesota, and then Philly, and then Carolina again. Yikes. Yikes. 
I'm in Pittsburgh again. Oh my god. I need to stop looking Yikes. at the schedule. I'm stressing myself out. I was gonna out. say, wow, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> it really does. And I mean, it's really stressful and obviously I think we can expect some things to go poorly, but I think this will be good for them. <laughs> All right, listen, that came out, like, harsher than I wanted it to, but, like... Like, you just be being honest. blunt. <laughs> I was to say, let's be honest. It's not... We're playing the blues. It's not going to go well. It's just Didn't the way go it well is. last time. Exactly. We don't have a good track just, record here. Just basing it off the facts, guys. Just off of facts. But I think going past the blues, I think, yeah, they're all really good teams, but I think it's, I think it's important for these guys to, like... With their new team, you know what I mean? With their new guys, um, with Schneider and that, I feel like playing these really good teams, it's a challenge, obviously. But, like, they need it. They need it. Because it's yeah. like you said earlier. I get that their playoff chances are slim to none. But you've got a very bright future ahead of you. And the only way you're going to get there is by playing these really good teams and doing well against them. So I guess that's the silver lining. Learn. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the silver lining is you use these really good teams, really good games as a learning experience for the new team, these young guys, whatever. But you just you just use them. I also like the fact that for the Vegas game, Bo Chris was back in the lineup. Mm -hmm. Hayden was out. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Well, with that, that concludes our podcast for today. We really hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.